So hello again, everybody, and welcome back to our weekly uh, Bible study. Um, I hope you had a great New Year's. Um, it was pretty eventful here. It was pretty cold. Um, if you're wondering why I'm wearing this today, and I think I'll be wearing this for um, uh, in our future Bible every uh, every week Bible studies, is because uh, I have this podcast now, and I think I mentioned it before, but this is kind of like my little mic for now. Um, you can find me on uh, Apple Podcast, on uh, Spotify. Uh, Google Podcast as well. Just search for VEDS. That, that's my name, VEDS, V-E-D-Z, and uh, you'll find me. Um, before we start, let's let's say let's say a prayer. Father God, thank you, Lord, for another week of studying your word. Lord God, please open up, open our hearts and our minds. Lord God, please speak to us. Holy Spirit, please speak to us. Teach us, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, please uh, guide me. Uh, don't let the words that that uh, that uh, form in my mouth be mine, but let them be yours, Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So today we're going to be uh, looking at the book of Lamentations, a passage in Lamentations. And you're probably asking me, Veds, of all uh, the books in the Bible to start the new year, why Lamentations? Because there is this passage in Lamentations that is, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. So it's going to be Lamentations chapter 3. We're going to be looking at verse 19 to 24. So not a very long passage today, just, you know, a few verses, but um, there's a chock full of lessons that we can learn from it. And, um, I have to give credit to my mom because she gave me some pointers in this passage. So shout out to my mom. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and start. I'm going to read from uh, uh, the NIV version. So verse chapter 3, verse 19. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I well remember them, and my soul is downcast within me. Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for Him. So the book of Lamentations, it's believed to have been written by the prophet Jeremiah. Um, I say believed to have been written because, uh, you know, the, the writers in the Bible they didn't really sign their names when they were writing it, you know, um, most of them. Uh, an exception probably is uh, Paul because he wrote, you know, letters to, uh, to Timothy and, and to other churches, you know, the, called epistles. Um, an epistle is not a wife of an apostle, okay? It's, it's uh, letters to the church, okay? So uh, because it's letters, Paul signed it, and, you know, you can, we can verify that it is him who wrote the, uh, the letters. But other books of the Bible, you know, they didn't really sign their names because they didn't really think that whatever they were writing was going to be part of this thing now called the Bible. They just, you know, they just wrote. 
And um, to them, it was just like they were writing. But, you know, now we know that that is, you know, the Holy Spirit moving and, you know, God perfectly orchestrating everything to form what we now is uh, what we now have as the Bible. Okay, so the book of Lamentations, um, uh, Lamentations, as the word, you know, says, you know, to lament, you know, to to grieve. Um, This was written during the time of of. the Babylon Empire um, taking over an exile. Okay, so if you remember, um, it was King Saul at first, right? And then you have King David, and then you have his son, King Solomon. And then the kingdom was divided into two, Israel and Judea, or Judah. And then you have the Assyrian Empire take over, and then you have the Babylonian Empire take over. That was around 587 B.C., Okay, and then during the Babylon, the, the Babylonian Empire takeover, um, that was when the temple was first destroyed. Okay, and then you, after after the the Babylons, you, the Babylonians, you have the um, the Persian, the Persian Empire, then the Persian Empire. That was when the temple was uh, allowed to be built again, and then you have the the Greek. Okay, and then after that, you have the Roman Empire. And then in the later part of the Roman Empire, the temple was again destroyed. Okay, and then later on, there is this uh, uh, an era called the Muslim era, and the that's when the uh, Dome of the Rock was built at the site of of the old temple. So we're you know backtracking to a time when it was Babylon. Okay, so this was around five eighty seven B C, and and during this time, this was when. Uh, Jeremiah, or believed to have been Jeremiah, who wrote this, and they base this on the fact uh, that we find in Second Chronicles thirty-five twenty-five, and it says there. Uh, if you want to turn there, we'll give you a minute to turn. Okay, less than a minute. Second Chronicles thirty-five twenty-five says Jeremiah composed laments for Josiah. And to this day, all the male and female singers commemorate Josiah in the laments. These became a tradition in Israel and are written in the laments. So it it says here clearly, Jeremiah composed laments. So, you know, it is assumed that Jeremiah the prophet wrote this. And if you also know, he's also known as Jeremiah the weeping prophet. Okay, so here, verse 19, it says, I remember my affliction and my wandering. Now, the King James Version, okay, it, it instead of wandering, it translates it to misery, which kind of, you know, you kind of feel it more when you say misery. And bi- the bitterness and the gall. Now, the, the CEV version, the CEV translation, the Common English Version, is uh, translated to troubles and lonely wandering. Okay, so Jeremiah here is remembering the affliction and, and his misery. And then verse 20, he emphasizes it. He goes, verse 19, he goes, I remember my affliction. And then verse 20, he emphasizes it. I will remember them. And my soul is downcast within me. So because of remembering or 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 recall, not really recalling, but just thinking about what he is going, what he has gone through and what he is currently going through. His soul is downcast because of that. So I think it, it goes the same for us that when we think of things that, you know, negative things that, that have happened to us, you know, either it was, you know, our doing or it was someone else who did, who did it to us. When we, when we think about it, you know, it gets us down. It gets us depressed. It just gets us, 
it just gets us down. And verse twenty one, look at this. He goes, "Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I I have hope." The word "yet" is like a it's like a game changer. It, it it changes the tone. Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. So whenever you see the word "therefore," you got to ask yourself, "What is it therefore?" And so, the, therefore, here is the reason for the hope. What is the reason for that hope? And he says it in verse twenty-two, because of the Lord's great love. That is the reason for him having hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Now, here. Um, verse twenty-two. Because of the Lord's great love. Now, the, the words "great love" in in Hebrew that is "cheked." Uh, I mean, I may not uh, say that right. Maybe "cheked," "chesed." Okay, but but it's C H E C E D. It's up to you how to pronounce it. Uh, that's in Hebrew. Now, in Hebrew, it's not just how we say love. You know, like our feeling of love. It, it's deeper than that. It's it's. God's unconditional love, that it is God's nature. Love is God's nature in itself. That is God's very nature. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For His compassions never fail. Now it doesn't say here for His compassions sometimes never fail. So, sometimes it doesn't fail. No, it says never fails. His compassions never fail. Now if you look at this, so verse nineteen to twenty. Is Jeremiah saying, "I'm remembering. I, I'm. I, I'm thinking about all these things that are negative and that I'm going through right now, and it gets me down. But this I call to mind. In other words, when I think of this, when I think of the Lord's love, when I think, when I think of His His faithfulness, that it is new every morning. When I think of that, I have hope. So it it goes the same for us. Let's not let's not think well." Let's backtrack a little bit. When Jeremiah says "yet," it's like he changed his his outlook. He was thinking negatively, and then he goes, "Yet this I call to mind." So while while he was thinking of the negative things, he goes, "But when I think of the、uh, the Lord's love, when I think of His mercy and faithfulness, and that they are new every morning, I have hope." And so you see, he didn't dwell. On the negative things that have happened and are happening to him, he instantly just thought of God's love, mercy, and faithfulness, and how they are new every morning. And I think that's that's、uh, that goes the same for us. That we shouldn't dwell. We're not denying the fact that we go through tough times. You know, we're not denying the things, the negative things, the bad things that have happened to us, or that may be happening to us right now. The negative, the bad situations. We're not denying that. You know, but we are acknowledging a greater reality that God's love, mercy, and faithfulness are new every morning, and that gives us hope. Let's not dwell on things that have happened in the past, on bad things that may have happened in the past or may still be happening. Well, let's not dwell on that. We're not denying the fact that they exist or they existed, but let's not dwell on it because God's love is bigger than that, and we should be thinking of that, and that will give us hope. And so here, verse twenty-three, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion; therefore, I will wait for Him. Now, the Lord is my portion. It, it's、um, it's a Hebrew phrase. 
that goes back to the Levites in Numbers 18.20. So let's go to Numbers 18.20. Numbers 18.20. Numbers 18.20, the Lord said to Aaron, you will have no inheritance in their land, nor will you have any share among them. I am your share in your inheritance among the Israelites. So this go back this goes back to you know the, the time of Exodus where the Lord, you know, when when the Israelites, when they went whenever they went to war and then they conquer lands, they win, they conquer lands, they divide up the land, okay, into portions. Okay, and so those portions are given to different tribes of, of Israel, okay, different families. Now, the tribe of Levites, who is the priesthood, okay, uh uh, that's coming from the line of Aaron. Okay, God tells them you're not going to have any part of that because I am your portion. God, I, the Lord. I'm not saying it to myself. Okay, I'm just quoting God there. That that they He is their portion. That they don't have to have those land that God will God Himself will provide for the Levites. Okay, the priesthood, the priest. Okay, so that phrase, the Lord is my portion. Simply just be, became a phrase saying, the Lord is my provider. The Lord is my everything. The Lord is all I need. Okay, so that's that's what that phrase is for. And therefore, because the Lord is my everything, is my provider, I will wait for him. Now, the, the phrase, I will wait for him, now that has a dual meaning. Of course, one of it is the obvious one, which is do not go ahead of God. Okay, I will wait for him. Do not go ahead of him. And then another another um, another meaning for that that is also a, a Hebrew phrase that um, it's a phrase for hope. Okay, and we see that in Psalms twenty seven fourteen. So let's go there. Psalm twenty seven fourteen. Okay, it says, "Wait for the Lord." Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Okay, so again, dual meaning, uh, wait, do not go ahead of God. But also waiting is not, you're not doing anything. You know, you, you know, be respond, you, you have responsibilities, you know, keep doing them, but do not go ahead of the Lord. Okay, it's not just you're, you're sitting down and you're like, oh yeah, I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. No, it's not like that. Okay, it's, it's doing, you're, you know, still continuing with your responsibilities, but not getting ahead of God's plans. Okay, and also another meaning of that is here from Psalm 27, 14, wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a hope, hope in the Lord. Okay, and another verse to see that phrase, I will wait for him, and the meaning of it is uh, a dual meaning, uh, other meaning is hope, is Psalm 71 14. Okay, Psalm 71 14. Psalm 71 14, as for me, I will always hope, I will praise you more and more. So, here you also see that that this is this is uh, this is also another the phrase for um, having hope in God, okay. And so, by by looking at this passage, you know, by when after reading this passage, you know, it reminds me of um, of you know people making New Year's resolution, okay. Did you guys know that eighty percent of people who make new year's resolutions fail by the time it's february 
and only 9.2% actually succeed. Now, I'm not trying to be negative. You know, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just beginning of the year and I'm already being negative. No, I'm just stating out the facts, you know. I wonder, though, out of those 80%, I wonder how many of those from the 80%, had they just tried again, I wonder how many of those would have succeeded. You know, if they failed, they would have, oh, okay, oh, let me try again. You know, I wonder how many of them would eventually succeed. And that's the nice thing about, you know, being a believer in Christ, you know, is that we always get to have a fresh start. In Christ, there's, it's always a new beginning. Let's say we're, we're, you know, we're, we're walking in, in, in the path of, of God and, you know, okay, Lord, I'm this, I'm going to try not to do this in your strength. And then we fail. And I'm like, oh, God sees and he'd be like, okay, you know what? Try again. Get up, try again. Get up, try again. You know, there's always, a, it's not just, it, it's not just every year, you know, it's, we just read it in, in the passage today. They are new every morning. His mercy is new. Love, his faithfulness, new every morning. And, and that's why I don't like to call it New Year's resolution. You know, I just like to call it pursuing God's purposes in my life and also creating Christ-centered goals. That's like, that's how I, that's like, that's how I like to put it. You know, just creating goals, you know, and and pursuing God's purpose for me. If I fail, if I trip up, you know, I know that, hey, you know what? His love, compassion, his mercy is new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. It's new every morning. Love, mercy, compassion, new every morning. So you know what? I'm going to try. If I fail, I'm going to try again. And so the, you know, to have goals, it's, it's biblical to have goals, you know, Christ-centered goals. It's biblical to have that. And, and we see that in Proverbs 21.5. So let's go there. Proverbs 21.5. So Proverbs 21.5, the plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. So here you see that if we actually have a plan, it leads to profit, and as surely as haste, you know, haste is like, oh, let me do this right now. Oh, no, no, let me do this. No, 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 let me, no, no. Have a plan, you know. And and one thing is that do not get ahead of God, okay. Whenever you have plans, okay, first of all, in anything, start with prayer, okay, praying to Him. And when when you do, before you, before you start everything, you know, ask the Lord, first of all, for the forgiveness of your sins through Jesus Christ to wash away all your sins. That way you can hear him clearly. There's nothing blocking. There's nothing, you know, blocking his message to you. And then, you know, he'll communicate with you. And his primary way of communicating with you is through the Bible. Okay. So before you make your plans, do that first. Pray and read the Bible and then make your plan. And then when you do make your plan, after that, you know, of course, during your prayer, you're asking for wisdom. You know, he says, if you ask him for wisdom, he's going to give it. Okay. So ask him for wisdom and then make the plan. And while you're making the plan, think of him constantly. Is this glorifying God? Am I going to be able to reach people through this plan? Uh, through people, point people to Christ with this plan. And then when you're done with that plan, lay it down at his feet and say, Lord, you know, this is what I have, you know, this is what I, I, I have planned and 
I pray that it is within your will. And if it is out of your will, please let me know. Um, not my will, but your will be done. Now, that is always a, a great way to, to, to make a plan. And another verse, another verse, okay, Proverbs 16.3. Proverbs 16.3. So commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. And that's what we were just talking about just now. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Commit it to him. Whatever you do. And this isn't goal as this isn't just future plans. This is also what you are doing right now. Whatever God has called you to do, okay, commit to him. And he will establish your plans. Any plan that you make for, for now, for the future. You know, for this new year, any plan, commit it to him and he will establish your plans. Another one is just go down to verse 9 there. You're already on Proverbs 16. So just go down to verse 9. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. So at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, it's still God, you know, leading you. So you can plan and that's good and i think you know god um god honors that you know he he likes to see that you are you know um he using you know being responsible enough you know but then he leads you to where he actually wants you to go to his purposes for you his best for you of course you you, you know you have a choice right but he wants the best for you and, and as because he loves you he will lead you to that and so another one another another verse Let's look at, oh, I didn't put that in your notes, okay? But anyway, so, so this new year, when we, when we, oh, I did, I did put it at the end. Okay, we'll go through that at the end. So this new year, okay, this new year, let's, we have three takeaways. And I know I wrote on your notes, okay, the, these notes, they're actually at the bottom of the video, the description section. They're free for download, okay? Um. I know I wrote down three takeaways, okay, um, but I'm just going to combine like two, two in one, kind of. So the two main things that we saw in this passage is, and we can apply this for the new year, you know, get our mindset right in Christ, is that let's not dwell on the negative things that have happened to us or the bad things that are happening to us even, you know, now, if there's a situation that you're going through, don't dwell on it so much. Instead, think of God's love, because that will give us hope. And not just some, you know, some, you know, fake hope that the world gives, you know. Um, this is real hope found in God through Jesus Christ. So let's focus on that. So that's one thing. Another thing is have Christ-centered goals, okay? Be mindful on pursuing your purpose in God. And, you know, when you, when you pursue God's purposes in your life and, and your Christ-centered goals, you know, it's the same thing as, as having, you know, the world, what the world calls New Year's resolution. It's the same thing because, see, when you're pursuing God's purpose for your life, you want to make sure to achieve it. And to achieve it, you got to be healthy. That means you got to be watching what you eat. That means you got to be exercising. That means you got to be having enough sleep. You know, you, you got to be in good shape. 
you got to be, you know, uh, mentally in good shape. You've got to be emotionally in, in, in good shape. And so, you know, all these things, they, they come with a New Year's resolution. Like, okay, for example, you know, uh, relationship-wise, okay, you know that there are some people that may hinder your walk with God, you know, and therefore, you know, uh, you may, well, hinder, well, not, not hinder, but maybe block, you know, your way towards reaching God's purposes in your life. So it, maybe it's time to maybe, you know, stay away from some people, you know, cut some ties with some people who are toxic, you know. Now, don't be going to your, you know, to those people and be saying, oh, yeah, well, Vez told me to cut ties with you because you're toxic. <laughs> don't do that. Okay. You know, pray first, ask God, you know, okay. And then, and then uh, 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 let him lead you. Okay. Don't get ahead of God. But, you know, know, know those, know those type of situations, know the type of people who are hindering your, your walk with God. And also at the same time, you know, uh, for us to get to our goal, our Christ-centered goal, we've got to be financially stable as well. And so, you know, we have to be responsible with the resources that God has given us, you know, the money that you have now, you know, some of you may think, well, you know, I earned this, I worked for this, and this is mine, you know, and the 10%, yeah, sure, that's God's. No, actually, all of that is God's, Okay. You are God's, okay? You yourself, you're God's. You're, you're, you're God's own, okay? He loves you. You're God's own. So the money you're making, he's actually just giving it to you, okay? So be responsible with that. And so if you think of all those things that I've just said right now, you know, those are actually all, you know, what people have. Most of them, you know, have that as their New Year's resolution. So if you just focus on God's purpose in your life and and, you know, uh, go for your God sent, uh, Christ centered goals, you know, you're also achieving those New Year's resolutions on the way anyway. So, um, let's look at the last uh, passage uh, in closing Philippians 3 12 to 14. This kind of sums up basically what Philippians, what I'm, what I just said. Philippians 3 14. So Philippians 3.14, I press on toward the goal. Okay, actually, I'm going to backtrack to 3.12. Not that I have already obtained all this or have arrived, excuse me, at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet had taken hold of it but one thing i do forgetting what is behind and straining what is ahead i press on toward the goal to win the prize for which god has called me heavenward in christ jesus press on everybody press on so i hope you guys uh, learned something today um get you all you know pumped up for the new year you know, Lamentations isn't the, you know, uh, not a lot of uh, uh, speakers or ministers start the new year with Lamentations. Um, but so so just a quick run through of our takeaways today. Number one, do not dwell on past mistakes. Instead, think of God's love and mercy for us. Number two, have Christ-centered goals. Focus on his purpose and destiny for you. Number three, with God, every day is a fresh start. So with that, let's let's close in let's close in in, uh, in prayer. Father God, thank you, Lord, for another um, 
wonderful time of studying your word, Lord God. Thank you for your book of Lamentations where where despite of everything that has happened or or uh, that has happened or is still happening, Lord God, that you, O oh Lord, your great love and mercy are fresh and new every morning because great is thy faithfulness. Thank you, Lord God, for that. Thank you, Lord God, for for blessing us, Lord God, with, with your word. Father God, I pray for each and every person who is viewing this right now, whether the live uh, the live. Uh, telecast of this or the recorded version whichever way lord god i pray i pray for each and every person lord god please bless them father god please walk with them lord god guide them into your your purpose for them father god please in each and every way lord god let everything that happened to them all be for your glory in the mighty name of jesus i pray amen amen and so i will see you guys okay i will see you guys next week um please bear with me in my little you know podcast until i actually get a better looking mic which i never have time to go to the store but hopefully i do one of these weeks okay so um again catch me here every every wednesday at 8 p.m pacific and if you haven't already um added me to your podcast please add me on apple google and spotify just search for me beds i will see you next week god bless and um, remember love everybody because god loves loved you first